Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 21 of Frontboards and Four Baggers. I'm Eddie with Cornhole Bag Reviews, and we got Corbin with Corbin's Cornhole Reviews. Uh, guest this week, we got another take in the cornhole world. We've been talking to a lot of pro players, but now we got the people, you know, behind the bags, behind the Facebook posts, behind the events, the tents, all the stuff that you're seeing in the company wise. We got the uh, the owners of Black Sheep Baggers. We got Alex and Doug. How you doing, guys? Good, man. How about you? Awesome. Really appreciate you guys joining us today to get another different vibe about, you know, what goes on a little bit behind the scenes, you know, how, like, cause a lot of people, you see co companies coming out of the woodwork right now, you know, where are some of these struggles coming from? What's the, what's the person that, you know, what's made you guys so successful? Cause I know you guys have been doing it for a little while, but kind of taking the world by storm in, in a sense, in the last like six to eight months, you guys are really, really blown up, gotten a lot of popularity, you get a really big following now. And you got a couple new bags coming out, which we'll get into soon. So Starting off here, you know, where did this opportunity come up for you guys? You know, I mean, I, obviously you guys enjoyed playing bags and whatnot, but where did you kind of decide you wanted to take that into the a company direction? Uh, so basically, we all, myself and Alex and uh, about 10 other people were throwing at my house, Alex's house and a couple other guys' houses. And we just wanted to come up with uh, a cool shirt, to be honest with you. And um Came up with black sheet baggers, got a design out, and from there, man, it kind of blew up. We were we sold shirts to twelve dudes at first, and went to a couple opens, and people started buying them. And at that point, Alex and I were having lunch one day, and it's like, hey, man, this may be a business, and kind of dove head first from there. Where did the uh, where did the black sheet baggers name come from? Is there a specific reference to it? Uh, so, you know, so, <laughs> us, us 12 guys, you know, when you're playing cornhole, you know, three days a week, your wives start thinking you're black sheep of the family. So <laughs> it was just, uh, it was just something that was natural and it seemed like it was a, a, a really good name. I mean, I, I sent out a group text to all 12 of the guys with some different names and said, Hey, y'all vote on this. Cause like I say, we were just thinking this is going to be a local group and, um, Thought about black sheep cornhole. Yeah, we thought about black sheep cornhole. We thought about you know Emory Road throwers. I mean, it, there was yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Emory Road is the road we we all, all live, live on. Basically. So mm -hmm. yeah, and, and then and then yeah, so no, and then so from there, man, like I said, we all settled on black sheep baggers. Um, I went and met with a designer and got the logo designed, and and like I said, we I think we made then we I think I made forty t shirts and hoodies. Yeah. to get to the 12 guys. And then, like I said, it just kind of, we were at local blind draws and people saw them and then they wanted them. Um, so we started selling them there. And then right. like I say, with the Louisville open and the Louisville conference started running local events. Yeah. We got, we got a local moose lodge and uh, started hosting tournaments and going live and it just kind of blew up. Kind of. Yep. That's awesome. Started as an apparel company. And then Doug, well, he wanted to name it black sheep cornhole. And then everybody, decided to do black sheep baggers and then uh we kind of yeah yeah i mean and i think black sheep baggers rolls off the tongue really well it's probably it's one of my favorite names uh like just in general it, it just it sounds does, yeah. sounds really really good but um you know so you guys met just playing low or do you guys know each other before these bags events or anything met, you just met I, in met, I met doug through my brother-in-law i went to, over to his i went uh my brother-in-law invited me. He said, "Hey, we're going." I never. I actually met you first at a liquor store. Yeah, yeah I met him at a liquor store. <laughs> I was with my brother-in-law. He wanted to buy Cheers. some liquor, and uh, 
I met Doug first, and then he, and then he was like, "Hey, you met Doug? You want come? You want to go over to Doug's house?" And I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll go over there." And then uh, we wanted to play some cornhole, and Doug was Doug was all about. He was more into cornhole than I was. I'll say that <laughs> he was more into cornhole than I was. And uh, we we went over his house. We ended up setting up some boards, playing some cornhole, and then uh, we then it turned into a thing. We played it in my driveway. We played in in his driveway. We played in each other's yards, and then. Uh, me and Doug kind of, I guess you would say we followed a dream. Sure. I would say. And, and then we believed in the brand and we just kept pushing forward. So and then with the with the bags then. So if you guys started as an apparel company, local group kind of thing, I mean, what was it more of a like, oh, I'm throwing bags and I just want to throw my own bag. I can make a better bag. Or was it more so like I just see this as a business and that's the next step in the business? You know, how did you transfer from apparel to bags? It's it's actually a funny story. Um Someone in, in the ACL reached out to us and said that the logo would look really good on bags. <laughs> and, um, you know, we were, I remember I was, you know, I, I told Alex, I was like, well, hey, we'll, let's make some co-branded stuff with 30 bags. And we made some bags, you know, just some all slides and game changers. And, um, and they, they sold out. They sold out in like an hour. And, yeah, and, you know, we had uh, about 50 sets, I believe. And it was like, man, I can't believe what, what's going on here. Yeah. What, what are we, what are we doing? You know? Yep. And then the natural progression came to, you know, there may be a viable business. So let's try to see what we have to do to, to, to figure, you know, figure it out. You know, cause like I said, I mean, we didn't know material. I mean, we knew resin was in it, but I mean, we, you, you know, it's like, oh, it's just the cornhole bag. That's the fast side. That's the slow side. You know, like everybody when they first start. So we just kind of went head first in it. And I mean, what? buying bags, cutting open bags, looking at inside of materials. Um, and then, you know, when, obviously. When I first met Doug, he had a lot of cornhole bags. Yeah, I mean, I, I had, <laughs> I had, a, I don't know if it was an addiction or maybe it was a precursor to, hey, we're going to run with something different. He didn't, he didn't have any good boards. I'll say that. Yeah, I, 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 he had more, he had more money in his bags than yeah. he did boards. Oh, yeah. No. Cause, you know, and, um, and so, like I said, you know, we kind of just figured it out and, and, you know, flattery and imitation is, you know, a good thing. So we started seeing what bags are selling, what are they doing? What's the, what's the downfall in some of those bags? And and we just said, well, Hey, if we do it this way and this material stretches or this material does this after 200 throws, yeah. how can we approve on that from the 200 throw? It almost feels like the 50th throw. Sure. And, uh, and that's kind of how we got into it, man, to be quite honest with you. We, um, we, we felt like we could make something better than it was before. Yeah. Not, not I mean, calling out any other companies or anything like that, but we felt like we could make something better. Yeah. And I, I love the story of, uh, Oh, this will look good on bags. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's literally, I mean, you know, somebody Just, reached out and was like, "Hey, man, this would look really good on a bag." Yeah. And and you know, Alex and I at this point were talking, you know, fifty times a day trying to figure out what the next steps were, and we were like, "Well, well, heck, let's let's do this. Let's see if we can do it, you know, and go from there and, and see, you know, and like I say, you know, co-branding was easy at first, you know, we we put the money up and then you know got it back, and then from there we took that money. And invested in other other avenues to try to get, you know, other things in place. Um, you know, our first bag was our Costello, and um, before it was pre-stamped, I mean, it sold great. You know, uh, mm-hmm. as far as, as far as a non-stamp bag, yeah. First design wasn't my favorite, but it's actually one of my favorites now. So, oh, yeah. honestly, looking back at it, yeah. Here, I'll show you. 
Hey, look. That was the original Black Sheep Baggers logo. Oh wow. This this was this was this was this is LD's idea right here. Yeah. To split it. And yeah, that happened for not too very long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. It's called growing pains. It's man. called it's growing, growing pains. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, my priest Sam Costello's, yeah, everybody knows those are my babies, you know. That's like, oh, yeah. that's yeah, like yeah, what yeah, I throw, once man. We, once we reverted back to the original logo, which is what you know went on it. I mean Which is what was on all our apparel. We just we, felt like when it was on a bag at first. This might be the route to go, but the route to go is the original. Well, and I guess that kind of ties in a little bit into the next question, which is like, so what was the hardest part when you guys were starting off? Is it just cash flow? Is it trying to understand the business? Was it like, you know, just understanding investing? I mean, like, what, what was the hardest part? Like, because you guys kind of got in when it wasn't like nowadays. It's not that it's still uncharted waters, but like companies are showing up now with like good bags now because all the materials, a lot of people, there's more information out there. So when you guys were starting off, like, you know, what was kind of that that learning the ropes process? and what was we felt know. like we were late to the game yeah we felt like we were late our our, our oh, we used okay. to have talks all the time and said we had to have the infrastructure set up before we went to to mainstream mm-hmm. um because you know we were here you know back when we got into it the complaint was you know hey it's six eight months to get bags six weeks to get bags and it was like hey you know we need to have stuff in place to where we can handle and and we had no clue what the demand would be but you know we wanted to at least be able to say, hey, we're in place to handle a certain amount of bag production. And and then our second focus was, you know, obviously customer service, you know. And um, the biggest, I say the biggest hurdle, though, was was literally um, at first, there's a lot of people that want to help you, but they have alternative motives. Yeah. And um, and so it's, it's navigating that. Yeah. You know, yeah. once once we found a good support system of pros and and people in the cornhole game, and I mean, it, it definitely is, wasn't just us. Yeah, it definitely yeah, wasn't yeah. just us. Yeah, it was easy selling. You know, from there, there's people we met that that helped. Oh yeah, become I mean, black sheep. What it is today? Sure. I mean, I mean me and Corey talk about that. We talk about that all the time. Is like uh, even when we were starting off, you know, like there's people that reach out, like they want to help you, but then all of a sudden you figure out it's like, oh well, you're just doing this for your gain, right? And then we've met obviously all these people on the other side of the coin, you guys in particular too. That's just been like, you know, and I tell people this all the time: as this game grows, the relationships are going to matter way more than the money does right now, you know, because the money's gonna it's gonna come. I mean, this is going somewhere, right? Where it's like, if, oh if, yeah, if you have the relationships in place, like that's what's gonna benefit you, like. Not not this quick, easy turnaround stuff that's going on no, right now and that no, kind of really. thing. So, um, but I guess that, that, that you know you guys have it figured out. And now you have you know so you've been rocking the black sheep and the Costello for a good amount of time now. It's really mm-hmm. both those bags have been awesome. But now you're transitioning it. Well, and you've had the OG, but now we're transitioning into you know you have the OG two now, which is you know the same fast side but a new carpet, more of a hybrid carpet. And then you got the Vandalize, which just dropped uh, this morning at midnight and stuff. But two new bags for 2022 which is, you know, a huge, awesome step, new stamp and everything. And and uh, I'll let Corbin take these. Corbin's obviously – OG2 oh. has become his baby. I, he oh. texts me every day. He texts me every day, and he's like, he's like, oh, man, the OG2, man, the OG2. And I'm like, I'm like, it's not making me feel so bad. I understand you like the damn OG2. <laughs> There's a reason it came out. There's yeah. a reason. Yeah. Well, Corbin, why don't There's, you take, yeah, uh, take the bag? I absolutely love this bag. I mean, it's – anyone that's seen it on Facebook or talks to me, you know, fairly regularly knows. I mean, it's – they're ridiculous. We'll get into uh, stats in a sec, but you know, custom set beautiful. You guys do great work just overall. Um, love the fast side on them. Slow side is even better. Honestly, it's, it's a huge improvement over the regular OG. 
And that's exactly, exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah, this, this just launched, was it two weeks ago? March, mm. uh, basically March 1st. Yeah. March. Okay. So only yeah. a week ago. We, we, we brought them with us to, to Kansas city. Yeah. yeah. Kansas okay. city open. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they've been out about a week. Um, they are four, eight speeds. You got 80 plus shipping on the website. Um, it's the same fast side that we all know and love from black sheep. And the slow side is brand new to you guys. And you guys crushed it. <laughs> I mean, this bad, I, I talked to Alex earlier today and he was like, really like that good. I'm like, no, really like yeah, that, that good. good. Trust me. He texted he text me about those prototypes in Louisville, didn't he, Corbin? <laughs> what was that? I had to make sure we before we dropped it, you had to throw the prototypes and several. Oh, he wanted to steal them. He's like, I'm not giving these I told these Alex back. in Louisville. <laughs> I like, said, I don't want to give these back, back dude. You, you, can, you can chase me down. You can knock me over. Hang on, babe. You can do whatever you got to do. Um, I wanted those bags. I was throwing I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good carpet. You know, kind of slow and tacky. Can you please hang on? Uh, I'm kind of I'm I'm jealous how those customs turned out, Corbin. Dude, they're sick. <laughs> <laughs> they are sick. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, I like our splatters, we got, but uh, yeah, those are you those know me and splatters extra, though. Yeah, hey, we, we got we got a lot of co- black sheep customs on this shelf. We got Corbin's and mine. We do. So. But yeah, I mean, it's I threw these in Louisville, and I was like, the collects I was making, just I mean, the airmail effortlessly, they'll cut, well, roll, flop. It's just a little bit. You weren't really missing a whole lot, Corbin. I didn't miss a lot that game. <laughs> <laughs> I did not miss a lot that game. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love them. Um, I, I think yeah, uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Honestly, I just I love this bag. Yeah, and what I was going to say about it too is like, so the carpet is like, you know, it's I don't I don't like to just say oh this carpet. There's so many carpets, but I would say it's fairly similar to like a Neptune, some of that denser carpet. But because you guys got that a little bit bigger template, nice disc fill, it's almost like you could still do the active stuff you want to do with it without becoming this whole clogging bouncy ball. You know, it's like you're kind of in that really nice sweet spot where okay, it plays like a carpet bag. It can do the things a carpet bag needs to do without sacrificing like pure like bouncing rolling like cut it crazy kicking no, on you it, kind of stuff and it's, it's like, not a bouncy ball no, that just hangs yeah. up everywhere i mean it, you get this thing pretty close to the hole it wants to yeah go. which is a tough thing to balance with carpet we're seeing yeah. now it's just like it's really hard to find that sweet spot where pe- the pros are still able to manipulate it they want to manipulate it without you know just losing all whole friendliness or just getting becoming a pillow constantly so um right. yeah everything we've talked about has just been he's been you know, blown away by the stinking bags. I just, I just rant and rave on them. Honestly, <laughs> I really do. I just, I like them that much. Um, hey, so anybody out there who's tried the original OGs and you know they weren't a fan maybe of that carpet or they yeah. they thought it a little too fly, like whatever it is, don't write off the OG two. It's not just like a, oh we just revamped the design or something. It's it's basically a new bag. I mean like the way that it just feels and plays is 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 very very good and worth people trying out, giving another try if you weren't a fan of the original OGs for sure. There's a there's yeah. a few upset people that. Like the original OG, I'll say that. Oh, I was the opposite. <laughs> I actually, I, I wanted that everybody OG that to go everybody away. that got him loved him, man. I'm uh, telling you. Oh well, they're great once you get that carpet broken in, man. It's, it just takes forever. It takes yeah. a little bit. It was it takes so a little bit. hard. Yeah, yeah. But I got a I got a message today from a guy that just got his OG twos yesterday. Went to a blind draw, and um, he sends me a message and he says, "I literally won the blind draw without breaking them in. I just started throwing them, <laughs> and me and my partner." He said, "I can't believe." There's no kick, and I was able to play with them that way. And that's what that was our biggest thing with OG2 is, or OG1, excuse me, was customer A bought them and hated them because I threw them for six weeks and it didn't break in well. Yeah. But customer two, who, you know, sold it, bought it off the, after, the secondary market, already had a six month or six week head start. He loved mm-hmm. them after six weeks because they broke, they hit that honey hole. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, you know how the society we live in now, it's, it's instant gratification. Oh yeah. Well, they want it now. Yeah. And so it feels, it feels good around you. Yeah. And so when that guy sent that message, I was like, you know, we, we, we did what we wanted to do, which was get it in the hands, start throwing it and you can go out and and not get it clogged up or anything like that. So we tested a lot of different carpet materials. Yes, we did. And, and that's, I mean, that's actually a really good segue into the next bag to vandalize because um, in yep. the world of instant gratification, this bag breaks in fast as hell because these materials this are bag gives it awesome. To you. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's that vandalize is probably the best bag out of the box without oh, it, it. Those oh, yeah, the materials are so soft and so, yeah. so just like enjoyable to throw. I mean, I, I, I tell Corbin all the time, I think this slow side material is going to be this year's surefire material. I think, I think it's just too good yeah. not to. Uh, not to blow up in the way that it's starting to blow up. And I think you guys are in at the fa- fairly beginning stages of companies to use the material. And I just think it, it's, it's everyone's going to have to follow suit because I think it's just going to become that next uh, step up yeah. kind of material kind of thing. But um, yeah, C- Corbin, what's your like, you know, we'll go, go into a little stats on the vandalist. So you guys just yeah, launched we, these this morning. Go ahead, yep. Yep, they just launched midnight. Um, I call them a six, eight. You guys can call them a six, nine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same fast side as the other bag, so you can yeah, call it yeah. what you want. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling a 6'8". Um, ridiculously hole-friendly, ridiculously easy to throw right out of the box, and it's I hate throwing a bag brand new. I just don't like to do it. Um, I would have no problem getting these brand new and throwing them in a tournament without putting a single game on them. These things are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, nice and floppy. You know, same price point as everything else. 80-plus shipping on the site. Um your designs on this big old thumbs up there. All your designs are ridiculously cool. Um, I love all those. I, I, I think it's a great bag. Eddie, I think you're actually really going to like this bag. The name behind it. What about the name behind it? Oh yeah. We'll get what about the name behind yeah, it? Hey, graffiti tell me. that kitchen. Graffiti <laughs> that kitchen real quick. Let's take a picture. That's going to be on the next bag. <laughs> graffiti the kitchen. <laughs> I but, can do it for us. So, so Screenshot. Go ahead. So I know we've talked a little bit about the Costello. Punch a hole like, through that wall, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked a bit about the Costello name that was like one, one of your idea in the Blackwater because you originally want, which we can get into that. That's a cool story. But where does the name from Vandalize come from? Hmm. Um. So, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer of giving credit where credit's due. Um, Alex uh, came up with the design work, the graffiti background prior to us really naming the bag. Um, you know, and once we saw that, then it goes into, you know, as far as the name in a bag, I mean, you know, we look at it as almost like an art form because what's going to symbolize that bag's design work more than anything. Yeah. And uh, we had another name that we were going to use. And then um, we um, we realized that somebody else already had that name out there. And we're not, you know, we're not all about, you know, taking anybody else's names or anything like that. And um, I like, I like vandalize better. Yeah. And, we, and one day Alex is like, what about vandalize? And, and, you know, with design work, I don't care to tell you when Alex calls, he's like, Hey, I need your help on something. I'm like, I don't care. Do it. I trust you. <laughs> um, because I, that that's that he's really good at that. I, he's like, you know, I don't ever, I don't second guess any of that. So when he said vandalize, I'm like, let's run with it. And then you start seeing proofs come in and it's like, you nailed it. It's exactly what we needed. Yep. Sometimes I always want to reach out to him just for the, you know, what do you think about this? And then he always tells me, I'm like, I just, I just want you, I want you something. I want, give me something, you know? Yeah. Give me something, but usually it's just like we just run with it. So, 
after 18 months, the something is I trust you run with it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, we, we already got the next bag name, by the way. Oh, there you go. We 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 uh, driving back from Kansas City open and uh had a little conversation. Sometimes a little Some, sometimes uh, the, the juice. Sometimes are we talk about something and we say something and he's like maybe he'll be like, I'll run with that. And I'm like, all right, I'll sleep on it. And then come back the next day. <laughs> I'll sleep on it. Like, you know what? I'll call him, I'll be like, uh, that's gonna work. So yeah. Well, that's the next name. So um, my thought, because obviously I, I know at least Alex, I've talked to you a lot that like you guys test out a lot of materials. You really put thought into what you do before you do it. It's not just like, oh, this one's popular. We're going to use it kind of thing. Yeah. So like obviously you got the Blackwater, which is like, you know, similar materials to the world of the Surefire. Everyone's got one. Then you got the Costello, which is kind of in the realm of the Pro Sniper Speeds kind of realm. So like when you were designing this bag or like trying out the materials, what was your goal with with the vandalized did you want it to fit in between like what kind of player was this bag designed for when you were trying the materials i'd say we gave it to we uh we had prototypes and we let uh top players that are better than us throw them and see what they thought about it so we had we had a couple of different prototypes what i felt like was was a bag to come out with what doug felt like was a bag to come out with and uh threw them together and let some top level players see what they are and give us their honest opinion and what Maybe our it was our players that really yeah. made the vandalize come out before the next one. Yeah, before and, the uh, next one's going to come out. And so. you know, so so we always try to to balance the backyard thrower and the the open player. And 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 some of the feedback we were getting was, you know, at opens, anybody's been to an open by Saturday afternoon, the boards are you might as well be exactly. throwing on glue. Oh, they're yeah. glue. Heard, yeah, and, you got to flip um, to the fast side. And sure. so we needed something that was, you know controllable but fast on the the slow side to get through some of that issues that you know higher level players were throwing um but then uh, as far as a backyard thrower we, we needed to have something that was going to be hole friendly enough because it was going to play a tad bit faster than like a lot of backyard throwers like but mm-hmm. if you can get it close to the hole it's going in the hole mm-hmm. and so you know it's kind of a balance of hey let's get something that the guy that's buying his first $80 set of bags can throw and be like, yeah, they're going in the hole. Yep. And then, but also, you know, as far as, you know, everything is, is obviously slanted, you know, a lot of times to the pro player because that's, you know, that's where we invest money and stuff like that too. Um, and, and, and so, you know, you take those matrices from opens and that's kind of how we came up with that bag. Nice. Uh, it just seemed to be the best overall fit for our fourth bag. Like I said, we've got a, a bag that's going to come out next August that, it's more of a control bag. It's more of a control bag. Yeah. Um, and so, but we thought but at this time, this was the one to, to it, drop. Yeah, at this time, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of new players like faster bags. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, then the, uh, and if you get to a certain level, you like to get in that block and replace game. Oh, yeah. And a low hard throw is better. And a lot of top-level players have a low hard throw. And you got to get people to miss. And block and replace is slower bags. Oh, yeah. And, you and just want to go in. Faster bags, so I've talked to I've talked to a lot of companies too that because of the stamp. If you guys don't know, listening, the stamping periods are like you know March first area, what we have right now, and then the August time frame, which August is when the twenty two twenty three stamps will come out for next year. But 
when at least for my area, I always say that springtime is high humidity and fall time is low humidity, right? Yep. So I, I was talking to people, they're like, oh, what should I come out with for the March stamping? And I was like, honestly, a faster bag's, in my opinion, better time for the March because more people are going to be throwing on sticky conditions for the next four months. So like That's they're right. going to be looking for that faster bag and you get to August, winds pick up, it's fall time, you're looking for a bag that can handle fast, fast board. So I definitely think there is some uh, definitely some ideas into when to release a bag too. Just what's going to be popular right now, and hopefully right at the beginning that sells for you well. You know, and we always the fast side we do use for, I'd say some of our bags, <laughs> I would say uh, is 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 uh, is a good for all conditions. If you it feel is. like uh, it really is. If you yeah. feel like if you feel like uh, humidity's bad and boards are playing tacky, slow, whatever you want to call it. Flip over and you're good to go. Oh, yeah. That fast side, I mean, it's popular for a reason. It's the same speed, whether it's a glue stick or the boards are fast. Like, it's just, it, it, mm-hmm. it does what it's supposed to do all the time. And that's what a fast side, in my opinion, should be doing is you know, that, That's basically like our whole point is to have a bag for every type of thrower. Yeah. And no matter where they're at, because some people change. Sometimes they want to throw a slower bag sometimes, but we want a bag for every type of thrower there is, whether they want the bag to do the work, whether they want to throw hard. And and I feel that's, like we're, that's where we try to hit. We try we we don't want a, a a player that's like backyard or a pro level player that we don't have a type of bag that could fit them for the conditions they need during an event. You know, yeah. and if they want to change, we want it to be there right for them. You know, so that's and I feel how we, like we're definitely getting to a time now. At least at least with you guys, for example, right with Blackwater OG two Costello and now Vandalize like you almost do have a repertoire for every thrower, right? So now when you're mm-hmm. coming out with another bag, it's it's very now kind of you're finding these little niche areas where it's like, yeah. all right, a player's looking for maybe a slightly slower push side rather than always all the fast side or maybe a slightly tackier slow. But like I say, your guys' repertoire now kind of finalizes. Basically, like you, you got like – from slow to fast with little ticks in between, that's a lot really, mm-hmm. really easy to transition. And I like the fact that all your bags are the same template where it's like, it's very easy to move between the two. Like I, I can switch from Blackwaters to now Vandalize to Costellos and it's not like mentally I'm switching too much. You know, it's a, especially, and you know, a lot of people might think it's weird to use the same fast side of most of the bags. In my opinion, it's like, well, if your thumbs used to holding that fast side, you don't yeah. ever have to change it. It's just, it's yeah. the same thing every single time. We feel like it's the best fast side for. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, it it is, is, there's a reason why we did what we did, and maybe that fast side on some bags were too fast, and there's there's no point. Yeah. So no, I agree. I and, think it's the best fast side that exists. Personally. Yeah, I was literally just gonna say, I like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. we did our homework. Don't need sure. faster. Oh, yeah. You don't, need, you don't need anything faster than this. You're never you going to use that side that. if it's too fast. You're never going to use it. No, exactly. I've thrown Blackwater fast side in the pouring rain. Like, I mean, like, it's just like, when do I need, why do I need a faster bag? It's like, you know, exactly. Uh, and sp- speaking of that, so, I mean, we won't go into the stats of Blackwater Costello because we've talked about it numerous times, but I want to make sure that yeah. we touch on them because they're just, they're just, I mean, both amazing bags. Everyone knows, I, I would say I probably sell more Costellos locally than I do Blackwaters just because I think that Costello is just, it's, I mean, that's my go-to bag in that speed range. Like everyone's known that from the beginning and Corbin too, that's his go-to bag when he plays with someone who maybe doesn't have the flattest throw with his carpet bags that can throw a nice forgiving bag it's just stupid stupid easy to throw but both bags have been very successful like is there something you think's attributed to the success do you think it's the research you went in just the pro i mean do you guys think you like mm-hmm. obviously it's just the work went into it is why it's done so well or the marketing or where do you think kind of uh, like the costello came from blackwater came from for success i would say uh designs first off maybe some people got it in their hands 
because of designs. And then I would say once they got in their hands, they felt like kind of like you, Eddie, and Corbin, because we didn't know Corbin. We didn't know Corbin. We sent him a set of pre-stamped Costellos. Yeah, I, I, I still remember that. He was like, and <laughs> he has my Costellos. A set of pre-stamped uh-huh. Costellos. The orange ones. And he said – It was Costello, black. Blackwater, and OG, and I pulled them out. I was like, I mean, I think I know these materials. They look pretty cool. Let's see. Started throwing. I was like, okay, they're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think one of the reasons why those bags, it, you know, it's it's almost like, you know, you eat with your eyes first. So I mean I think sure. I think you have to start with designs. Yeah, and uh, something that catches someone's eye, they may buy it just because I I really love that color or I really love that design. Um, mm-hmm. Or it goes back to the logo. They but, like the logo. But I also but I, go back to that. But I also think the main thing is is our customer service. Yeah, I really do. I mean, yeah, I think that got us very early on in a good place that you know. There's we don't have a customer service person answering our emails. It's myself or Alex. Yep. We answer Absolutely. every email. Um, email, and Facebook messages. Yeah, we handle all of that because I mean we have a standard for our customer service that we don't want to, to lack. So Absolutely. um I think that's that's a big part of it. I mean, once people saw it, it was a quality product, and then you know, if there was an issue, we stood behind it. And you know, that's when people started saying, you know, hey, try this bag to you know their buddy. And I think that's, you know, attributed to a lot of our success as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think the, I mean, I, we talk to companies all the time and I, and we've said this in the, I say this in the podcast literally all the time is, you know, cool. Like people like cool bags, like, yeah. you know, cause I would say 90% of the player base isn't good enough to know the difference between this and this and this on a daily basis, the way that we do with all the stuff. But I mean, there's a reason, like if I made a shelf, I'm not putting all blank yellow suede on a shelf, right? I mean, like, you know, it's <laughs> exactly. gotta, it's gotta yeah. have something yeah. that draws your eyes. And like, I mean, and I think what you guys have done, probably one of the best, if not the best over the last six, eight months, at least since I've been in it is you're always having a limited drop, something coming out, you're coming out with a new colorway or, or something that's like, it's like, Oh man, like I already own Costello's, but shit, I got to get Corbin shit. I got to get this, <laughs> this next drop. I, oh man, for sure. they finally came out with the Miami dolphins colorway, the Dallas colorway. You know, it's just all these things where it's like, it's like you're keeping the repeat customers and, and they stay loyal. And I think the customer service goes to the brand loyalty. I think you guys have really high brand loyalty. And I think mm-hmm. people, once That's they try cool. the bags, don't leave the bags. Um, hey, which we, I think if there's cool. any, any two people that believe in the brand of black shoe baggers, it's us two for sure. <laughs> or maybe we, me mm-hmm. Corbin. Uh, <laughs> y'all might have a speed. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so the inspiration, I think, I, Alex, I was talking to you one time about uh, Blackwater because I think you told me originally – being from because you guys are Knoxville, right? Being from yeah. Knoxville, you guys you really originally was you thought the fire water because of the the um, the, the we thought about like there. something you know people like it's a it's a drinking game, right? Cornhole. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna say whiskey, right? Yeah. yeah. So we thought about fire water, and then Doug was we're in the office, and he said, "What about black water?" I'll give I'll give Doug credit on that one. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. We we but there was a lot of names before that. Oh but, yeah. Then we're like, hey, and there's a lot of reason. Every 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 name of a bag that we come out with, there's a design reason behind it, or there's there's something. It's not just it, there's something behind it. Whether it's all the names, you can. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, naming a bag is is almost as as important as the the design because you know you need it to roll off your you need it to roll off the customer's tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some bags out there that. 
I can't tell you what the name of it is, you know, because it's, it's, it's so crazy. And, and, you know, it's like got 14 different acronyms and so forth and so on. I mean, it just needs to to hit it. And then, you know, the design behind it needs to to fall right into it, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's something that we do, you know, really well is the, is that aspect of it. And that may come from like our backgrounds prior to this. Yeah. You know, we kind of look at stuff a little bit different. We're, we're both we, – me and Doug both are very different. Yeah. We are different in the same aspects, but we kind of have the same goal. But he looks at things different than I do, and I look at things different than he does, and and it's good. That's I, – I think another big important piece to having a, a good name for what you're saying is that you can do – it doesn't lock you in a bubble in terms yep. of like you can do collabs where you can slap Blackwater on it with – any, I mean, like the Halloween designs you guys did, like the Blackwater didn't take away from the fact that you could do whatever the hell Halloween design you wanted to do. You know, it wasn't like you were just locked into this little bubble where you can't do exactly. anything with it, which yeah. I think I think all your bags have done an easy job of transitioning to any design you really want to touch on. Uh, speaking of that, your Saint pa- or anyone who hasn't seen their St. Patrick's Day designs, they're sick and should really check they them are out cool. <laughs> because they're really, really cool. They are cool as so. <laughs> But uh, and what do you think so far as you've kind of been growing a lot? Like, what do you think's been the best and the worst parts of kind of becoming like a household name? Like in the bag, I mean, like, like you guys, I mean, there's obviously you got the old Cornels, the Ultras, the Reynolds, like, you know, whatever. But I mean, I think you guys are right in that upper echelon of companies now. And I mean, where do you think that's that's been a benefit and, and maybe been difficult? Uh, I think, well, so. Uh, this is just my personal opinion. The benefit is um, I feel like we're still smaller. Than yeah, I mean we 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 still talk about this all the time. About it blows our mind. We as think much we're, as it might blow y'all's. We but. think we're you know I estimate twelve to fifteen percent of the marketplace is what I kind of always estimate right now. But I think the biggest thing is once we got a little bigger, it was easier for us to to pick people's brains. You know, other pros that don't throw our bags because they they see that you know we're doing it you know, the right way. And, and so they, they know we're not a fly by night company and all this yeah. other stuff. So it opens up a lot of doors there to, to help us grow, you know, and I think the biggest thing and Alex and I talk about this all the time is um, that the biggest obstacle you have is, um, and, you know, this, this may ruffle feathers, but it is what it is. You know, um, a lot of people that want that you thought was your supporters, are not your supporters you know they they instantly they instantly for whatever reason uh you know i don't want to use the word jealousy or anything like that but it's like you know there's a couple fan bases out there with bag cup manufacturers that do really well of supporting their local bag manufacturer and and there's some that don't you know and that's just the fact of the matter and um but the the like I say the, the beauty of it is though is the positive of like I say opening up so many doors like to pick your guys' brains or yeah. or to call a, a Seto Soto or Eric Anderson mm-hmm. and say hey I have a question and and them take that call and take the time to to say yeah this is what I think or this is you know or or an Eric Ryder Cam Presley uh, to where we can we can get that knowledge that we need and so I think that's the the biggest you know is that it's easier to walk through those doors now because they're not necessarily just locked yeah. sure. All right. So on the business side of things, like you guys are both full time on this. Yeah. Absolutely. So what what was the biggest surprise that hit you guys when you switched to like the full time bag making? Well, I think I, I think that the biggest thing, you know, is is the, the first thing that pops in your head is, you know, you 
we set metrics as a, this is what we needed to do to make sure that we could do this and do that and do that. And then, so once we hit it, number one, we hit it a lot faster than we thought we were going to yeah, hit it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, you know, I mean, you did, you know, yeah, if, you, yeah. if anybody, if anybody's talked to us, everybody knows that we're, we're supposed to not even be pro stamped until next year. Uh, that no. was that was our we time. Went, that we, was our time frame. We were going to go a uh, year non-stamped, and then go into the game. Yeah. Uh, so how'd that uh, work out? Yeah, now you have yeah, pro teams. I mean, you know, yeah, so so when you, you start, you start, you know. So then you expedite that up by a year, basically. Yep. Everything sure. else just kind of comes, and and with anything, you know. I mean, I've got a family. Alex has, you know, a family and a mortgage, and and you know, how's the bills going to get paid? You know. So initially, that's. Yeah. That, that stress of, Oh my goodness, what's going on yeah. or how this is going to work. But, but, you know, once you get over that initial fear factor, I guess is the best way of saying it. I mean, and, and you take, put all your energy and not to worry about what's going to happen, but focus yeah. on the next project Absolutely. or focus on the next meeting. It just gets so much easier. I mean, it's now it's a second nature. I mean, um, I've got two kids. I can spend a lot more time with my kids. I can spend a lot time more time with my wife. Um, you know, than 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 we did before, and so I mean, it's it's been a you know a godsend for me, you know, and I'm, I'm sure the same way with Alex. Yeah, for sure. We get to mm-hmm. we get to do what we love every day. That's what. Yeah, we get to do what. I tell people it we're proud. We're proud. Yeah. We're proud of what we've done. I tell true. people it opens all the time. They say, "How your day going?" I'm like, "Man, I could be a lot worse job right Absolutely. now." Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? This could I be think a you lot said worse. that to me. Yeah. yeah, I did exactly. I'm like, "Hey, man, it could be a lot worse." Be, you know, yeah. we're we're he, he says that quite often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah it's we're, true though. I mean, you're doing what you want for a living. I mean, you're living your dream. You're living yeah. your passion. It's that could be so much worse. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people that are taking chances in life and just struggle with it. Yeah, well, that and Cornell, I mean, dude, like, you guys are growing crazy fast. I mean, like, I don't think me and Corbin would think that we'd be sitting here talking to you guys on YouTube, you know, like, eight months ago. It's just like everything is just right. in Cornell, just blowing up rapidly, rapidly. But I'm glad that you guys were able to at least, like, see the opportunity to be like, all right, let's do it, you know, because yeah. I think it's I, – I can't imagine if you guys weren't stamped till August, like, you know, the last eight months. It was, oh, man. Oh, I know. It was about 15 days before – yeah, it was yeah, about 15 days before everything had to be turned in, and we finally yeah, said, we're like, just, all right, let's, let's roll it. with it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we look at each other now, and we're glad we did it. Yeah, for sure. Well, not yeah. only that, but the application – there's so many applications now. It's even harder to like – because I've talked to Alex that, like, you guys have a good relationship with the ACL and, and you know, and, and like, all that stuff that's been built. It's like a company getting in even six months later, eight months later, the stamping game. I mean, it's way different than it was last summer in terms of just oh, yeah. the amount of people that want to get in and, and how big the sport has even grown in eight months. It's just it's so, I mean, the timing for you guys was, yeah, you might've been a little late to the game. Some of these big players, but I mean, you weren't too late. Let's put it that way. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> we, we felt you guys we were. Came in a good we time. felt we were, we talked, <laughs> yeah. but we felt we were, but we came. Yeah. It's growing. It's going to keep growing. Yeah, great I think game. you came in at the right time. You guys did it. And I'm glad that you did push for the stamp early, oh, yeah. you know, because I think that's a big part of. A oh, lot yeah. Of we wanted to, know, but we didn't know if we were ready yet. And then we. Oh, no. You're we, you're we, ready. Now you're ready. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like you were ready. The fear, you know, the fear was always, do we have the infrastructure in place? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. we knew we weren't going to blow up overnight, but it's like we don't want people. The first thing people start saying is, why does it take six weeks to get my bag? Yeah. yeah, we didn't want you that. Know, we so, wanted to make sure we were yeah. all right yeah. and ma- and not make not have customers disappointed. And we didn't want to go that way. We didn't want to do it the right way. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's that's a nice segue into like, my next point here. Yeah. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, Alex. 
Um, oh, you're good. Corbin, interrupt is, me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you're just too nice to me, man. Yeah, I, wish, I, wish you, I wish Corbin told me that. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is Alex stops talking once in a while. Yeah, right. True, true. <laughs> um, no, but like going into a successful business, you know, everyone thinks they can make bags or be good in this business or hop into cornhole because it's blowing up so big. You know, it's, is it, is it that healthy fear and the preparedness that has helped you guys be so successful? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's definitely, I mean, you know, when, when, when Alex and I had our first meeting about, Hey, let's, let's make a company out of this. It was, you know, we wrote down on, on a couple of sheets of paper, some of the stuff that we just knew that we had to do to not fail. And we've stuck to that. And, yeah. and, you know, and we don't, sure. we don't waver off those, I don't want to say core principles, but I mean, there were six things on a sheet of paper. It was like, you know, we've got to make sure we do this, you know, turn times have to stay within this, you know, customer service has to stay to this level. And, and as we've grown, we've been able to, you know, to manage, to manage it. Yeah. To we manage, manage it well, really. Yeah. We and, manage and, it real and so, well. you know, that's the, that's the biggest thing is like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I, that's when people ask about, Hey, what can you do? You know, I'm going to start a bag company. Well, that's great. I agree with you. You know, any, it's not that anybody it's, can't do it. You just no. need to make sure you have all your ducks in a row Yeah. Um, because, you know, it takes one customer or one bad batch of something of a brand new company that you're yeah. never getting that customer back. Yeah, absolutely. And we've you know, seen we've and, seen and that we happen. Probably, you know, we're not here to call anybody oh, yeah. out, but we've seen that happen. Like you make yeah. you make one bad business decision and like the brand loyalty, it's it's I mean the the switch yeah. the switch is quick, you know. And I think it's immediate. I, I think it's oh, tough yeah. to run a popular business in this space and still always have the highest quality product, you know, yeah. or, or have people saying this is the highest quality product, you know, and, and one one greedy misstep here and there or something, I mean it's, 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 you, gotta, it's you gotta always be humble. Yeah. Always be humble and you never, never forget where you came from. For sure. Absolutely. Now, if we go into, let's play a little hypothetical game here for a sec. (laughs) You guys could. We just had a hypothetical conversation right before you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We do a lot of this stuff, you know. We, we, uh, we enjoyed that hypothetical conversation. So let's start this one. This one's easy, man. No, this one's easy. This this is you know this isn't red pill blue pill. There's no this money is, on the line for this one. You know? Nah, nah, you guys are good. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you guys could start your business, let's say today, knowing everything that you know that you've had from the last eighteen months, would you do anything different, or would you kind of go the way that you've been going? I know something right off the top of my mouth, but what I'm gonna got? let Alex go first. <laughs> and I'm gonna I, say I've got something. I, I like how we have done it. And I don't know if I would change anyway. But yeah, we've had bumps, we've had we've had mishaps, we've had little things happen. But you learn from bumps. W- oh yeah, you've got to have them. You got to have them. Yeah, you got to learn from them. But I wouldn't take away. I wouldn't take oh. away what we have done and how we have done it for the experiences that we've had to change it today. But you can go ahead, Doug. Um, we should have. Uh, we should have had a better OG carpet from the jump. Well, I'll say that too. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, and, and, and but hey, but hey, I listen, would, but listen, I love that OG carpet. That's but, all you but, threw. But that's I all you threw. I didn't carpet. throw. I don't but, throw. I'm not. A but you know, throw. I have the I have the ability if I want to to throw for five hours a day. Sure, you know? sure. And and most people don't. So I I love that carpet. But you know, at the end of the day, it's not what what I love as a as a manufacturer. It's what's yeah. going to translate into sales and translate into you know the customers liking it and. Mm. 
And in hindsight, that'd be the only thing I changed. I wouldn't trade my partner. I wouldn't change our experiences. I wouldn't trade, you know, the 14 hour drives to opens. I wouldn't change right. anything. I mean, it's, but you know, if, if I had something I could change, I'd say, Hey, let's, <laughs> you know, that carpet should have been different, but Man, it's, it's not a bad carpet. It's no. just the name's the, even the better now. a little bigger <laughs> and it's just, the name's even better now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. No, I, I, I will, but it's a little better. Me and Corbin <laughs> talk about this all the time is like, like there's some companies, like if you're a small company that reaches out to us, sometimes we'll respond and said, send us a set that's already fucking destroyed. Like the one you're yeah, going to throw away in. the shop set. Cause I'm like, cause we both mm-hmm. say this all the time. I will not record a video if the bag, I don't feel like is fully broken in. Because I don't think I don't. That's not fair, right? Because exactly. it's, no, it's, it's like you know a bag, a bag even even like a carpet bag. A carpet bag ten hours in is not how it's supposed Time to close. be. Like yeah. that's not what the pros are throwing, right? So exactly. It, no. But that's such a hard thing to tell people. Like I have people reach out to me like, "Hey, what's your breaking method for carpet?" I said, "How many hours you got?" times it by three yeah exactly it's like oh yeah oh yeah it's getting pretty broken in i'm like yeah four more times that then you'll be all right then yeah then you'll be in good shape it's just yeah Mm -hmm. so um as far as the business since you wouldn't change much i mean that's a good thing um i'm gonna two-part this one what's been the hardest part of this and what's been the best or most rewarding part You want me to take it or you want to take it? You take it. You take it. Uh, <laughs> I'll fill in later. <laughs> you know, the hardest part for us was literally making that leap to to be pro stamp this year. That I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. We were a non-stamp company that was trying to put every bit of money that we were making back into the company to get infrastructure mm-hmm. set up. We had to, you know, scrape money up to get it. I mean, you know, you guys know the process, but anybody that's out there that doesn't know the process, it's not cheap. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a chance that they're going to reject your, your product. You know, you're, you know, there's 55 bag manufacturers for a reason. I think there were over 200 entries this past year. Um, so you're taking a leap of faith. That's the, you know, that was the, the biggest, the biggest fear. Um, the most rewarding for me, um, and I send my wife a message every open or every national we go to, it totally amazes me when I walk in and I see somebody have a hat on of ours or a t-shirt to, or a hoodie or, day, set, yeah. or a set of bags. I mean, because like I said, we still look at ourselves as, as two guys in, in East Tennessee trying to make this work. And then we go, you know, we're, we went to every open this year, except South Dakota. So we've been all over yep. and everywhere we go, there's somebody with a black sheet baggers t-shirt on hat Jersey and throwing the bags. And it just still to this day, you know, I sit there and I'm like, I cannot believe, yeah. you know, that guy's got a set of our bags, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's that, that's the most rewarding part of it is because, you know, we, sometimes we look at it, you know, especially me, I look at it a lot on the business aspect of it. Mm. And it's really always nice to sit back and say, man, all of our hard work is paying off. All of our hard work is showing in the field, you know, okay. um, and, and seeing those repeat customers time after time, you know, when we, we start placing, you know, putting orders together, it's like, Oh, XYZ, that's their 12th order. You know, <laughs> and it's like, man, that's awesome. You know what I mean? We see it for yeah, sure. I we mean, do and, see and, it. And 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 it's just been amazing. I mean, you know, it's it's that's been the most probably the most rewarding part from me. Yeah. 
I think me and Corbin can relate to that a little bit too. Cause I, I don't know if yeah. like the weirdest thing for me is when I go to a tournament and I walk up to a board and I said, Hey, my name's Eddie. And they go, yeah, I know who you are. I like your videos. And I'm yeah. like, I watch your videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, you're, locked, you're, locked. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, cool. I'm you know, like, I recorded my backyard, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first right. thing you say is like, Oh, you're one of two. You know, because that's how I always think. Yeah, it's right? like, oh, you're one of the two people that's bought a set of <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh, no, you know, but that's just the mindset that we have. And I think that's also what helps us as we, you know, look for other things that we're, you know, coming out with and stuff like that is we still, I mean, we're, we're nowhere near as big as we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will always have a very, you know, small-minded company yeah. aspect of it. Never, you know? never get the big head. Yeah, man. never get the big head. I mean, stay humble, man. Yeah, I mean, we That's don't... like you said, stay humble. Yeah, we stay don't... Stay humble and we do don't, things the right way. Yeah, we don't brag, you know, or anything like that. I mean, when you guys say, hey, you're, you know, you guys are, are you know, X, Y, Z, you know, to us, we're like, thank you. But but it's glad that you say it because we'll never say it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just don't... We just don't... We just, we just don't look at it that way. Yeah. No, I'm the same. Yeah. Yep, and with um, um, both of y'all fellows, get people coming up to you all the time. I'm sure. Corbin <laughs> had some in Louisville coming and, up. Yeah, Corbin, he had some. <laughs> Dude, I, I'd say Dude, the weird, the weirdest thing I've had so far is I did a small run of hats, right? And I walk into a tournament, and the first dude I play is wearing my hat, and I'm like. What the like? Why? Uh, like, what are the, like? I'm like, uh, I'm, you know, it's weird, yeah. man. It's cool, but it's weird. Well, they support you. You just got to say, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome, man. I mean, that's, and that's what it is. I mean, that's the reason we do this. We do this for, we do this because it's like, you know, people tell us all the time, like, oh, we really appreciate what you do. And it's like, you know, so it started as something we just like doing, but now it's like, you know, people actually value this content that we make or like the people like you guys that we can get on a podcast where it's like, you know, like I hadn't even talked to Doug much before this. And it's like, man, now I'm like, I'm like, we want to go get a beer after this. Or I'm saying, yeah, right. Like, I mean, that's, that's why, and you know, that's why we always look, I mean, we talk to other bag manufacturers where it opens and stuff, you know, and, and, and I don't look at any of those guys as competitors because there's a, there's no. a m- enough market space for all of us, Yeah, yeah you is. know, and, and, and the, they're going through the same growing pains that we're going through, or they have went through those growing pains. So that's one of the, you know, that's another great thing. The community itself is a great community, it is, you yeah. know, especially from the bag side. I mean, there's backside pro players. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's second to none. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's why this game just keeps growing is because you, you don't see a lot of people coming in with this arrogant, no. you know, you're going to get something like that, but, most people are very friendly to the first player they've ever met, you know, yep. the first newbie. And that's why the game keeps growing. I yep. agree. Yep. And I think that's a good segue He's into uh, into into pro players because obviously you guys got sponsored teams and uh, you're getting a lot more in the ACL like scene. And, and, and But like, so with the community and with all that kind of stuff, like obviously there's, you know, there's upper echelon of players. You can just throw money at them or whatever it is. But how do you guys think, and f- how did you find the players that you think you wanted to represent your brand? Like, what were you looking for, and and what what do you think that does for the brand long term? I would say first off, I want them I want them to love our bags. Yeah, I want the I want the individual player to. Yeah. That's the bag they feel confident throwing at any level. And we've not signed we've not signed one player uh, <laughs> to date that hasn't had our bag in their hand. Yeah, and and. And either reached out to us and said, I like the bag or or something to that effect. I mean, and I also I think, you know, as a as a fledging, you know, as, as a, a brand new company, you know, we don't have the hundred K to give to XYZ player. Yeah. Uh, so what we had to do was look at see who was going to be the best at 
promotion, but more importantly, who could we who could we get that number one we could afford, but number two we could afford and help us grow. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, we we've, we've got good people. We want yeah, good we, people. Want, we want good people. I mean, not only talented individuals, but we want good people. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, Cam Presley and Eric Ryder, I mean, yeah, finishing that's that's like at, at nationals, yeah. you know, I mean, said the, in the world. Yeah. Right those guys are, those guys, once they got, they, they, they bought into us. We, you know, obviously, you know, they took a, they took a, a leap of faith with us, you yeah. know, let's just I, be honest for sure. Yeah. And, um, and, and we love seeing those guys, you know, be successful and, and you know, our other teams, you know, they're, they're, they're right up there with them. They're just, you know, it's taking a little bit longer to, you know, to get started and get, get up, you know? So um, I think the biggest thing is, is brand loyalty. You know, you've got to have brand loyalty. Um, social media is, is definitely huge. So, yeah. You, you know, you've got to have social be, media. Yeah. If you can be good on social media. Um, that's, that means a lot for sure. But, but, you know, the, also, you know, we, we go to pretty much every event. And so, and this is going to sound kind of bad, but if we don't like you, we don't want you on the team because I don't want you set the side. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I Let's want, just be honest. I don't want, I don't want you, I don't want you to put a black sheep shirt yeah, on. That doesn't sound bad at all. Eight hours and not have anything to talk to you about. Yeah. So, you know, so. Hey, but you've gone to almost every open and then I'm going to Iowa this weekend. You're not even going. We're not going to Iowa, no. I'm going to Atlantic City next weekend. We'll see you there. (laughs) Dallas, Texas. We'll see you on Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I only get one by me a year, okay? I only get one event a year. (laughs) But I guess you're talking about social media. I think think that's a good thing to segue into in terms of also because – I think social media is huge for any company in general because the more people talk about your bags, good or bad, or, or answering questions at all is, is always going to get just your name out there. But how much balance do you think goes into you know sponsor player advertising versus social media versus actual marketing versus the event marketing? I mean, like obviously it all helps, but is there one that you're like, you know, this is like that I we have to do that. That's like the most important part. Uh, so from the business aspect side, I think I think. You know, um, sales reps, sales reps. Oh, really? Uh, we, we started, we started when when we sat down and talked, I mean, I'm from a sales background. So I I was like more experience in sales than I do. I was like, you know, one of the quickest, you know, we're a new backup. Let's think about it. It's, it's at an $80 price point, but some guy in Iowa may not want to buy that bag because he has never felt it. So what's the quickest way to get those bags to a guy in Iowa? Let's have a sales rep in Iowa. You know, and and it, it kind of blew my mind when we started looking, and you know, there wasn't a lot of sales rep programs no. for bag manufacturers. No, and it's like, not. it's like you know, that's just an avenue. You know, Alex r- runs all of our social media, but if Alex wants to take a day off of social media, we still have twenty six sales reps that are out there. And some of them are getting better at, at it than I am. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, that, and, and, they're, and they're plugging, they're plugging away every day as well. You know and, what I mean? And that, I see them all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and 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 I think that's the 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 biggest thing that you know. I'm not saying all bag manufacturers start a sales program, obviously, but I mean. <laughs> It might not be a bad yeah, way to start, you know, but that's, that's <laughs> you know, that's definitely a way to, to get your, your, you know, to get your product in, in people's hands. I mean, even we're going to opens, but we're not going to, you know, we're not going to Salt Lake City, you know, or we're not going to Sacramento or, or, you know, Reno, Nevada. You know, we have to have a sales yeah. rep there to, 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 to build our brand. And um, we've been very fortunate. I mean, we don't. We got some great sales. Reps. Yeah, we don't. Really uh, great ones. We turn down just as many people as we agree to, sure. uh, because there has to be um, a certain type of person that we're looking for. Uh, we have a, a, a national sales director, Abe Sherwood, that uh, runs them through a rigorous 
application process. Yeah. And um, once we know that they're there, I mean, we've got sales reps now saying, hey, I need to know where we'll buy a canopy. And it's like, what are you talking about? They're like, we want a black sheep canopy because we're going to start setting up at events. And it's like, well, that's a, you know, we'll give, we'll give them some, we'll give them a card and some numbers. You know, those, 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 those canopies aren't, aren't cheap, you know, yeah, they're not but, cheap, but yeah. they're, they're, they're just as invested as we are. It goes back to sometimes I, I felt like, I mean, they believe in the brand. Yeah. yeah. They believe in the black sheep company. And I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Absolutely. It's, amazing. It really, it's not just us. It's others, other individuals that believe in black sheep buyers for sure. Okay, so if you're taking notes out there, sick designs, sales rep, <laughs> brand loyalty, customers, <laughs> brand loyalty. Customers, customers, come on, customer maybe service. a canopy. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Talking to talk, maybe a partner. You might need a partner yeah. to bounce oh, yeah. ideas that, off that each other. We're yeah, really yeah. good at that. Never so, hurts. Yeah. yeah. But then I guess with it doesn't events, take one individual, that's for sure. Oh yeah, and with with events you. like, um, what do you think coming from maybe playing in the background? What do you think is the biggest difference from going to an event as like a brand owner? You know, where you maybe you gotta you know always be positive. You gotta be talking a lot. You gotta be making relationship versus like a player spectator, like where it's like just a lot less. I mean, how how did how is that transition to changing in that? And like, how, what do you think is the biggest like change when you just you know from player to brand owner? Well, I mean, I think I think the biggest thing is as a as a a, a bag owner or a bag company owner, um, is you have to you have to to realize when that person comes up to ask the question, you, you know, know what 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 they're trying to well, you, well more to understand them. They you want you want to make sure they're getting one hundred percent of your attention. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, because to 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 you it's it, you know in your mind you may say oh this is just a transaction but to them no they not. may they may think that it's the most insider information that they're getting you know what i mean yeah. and so i think that's how a lot of the stuff that we built was that way when we yeah. talk when we talk to everybody we try to talk to them we probably talk to them more than they want to talk to us <laughs> yeah, sure. before somebody buys a set of costello if we're at an event somebody wants to buy a set of costellos and never tried them or possibly they had tried them, whether it's Costellos, Blackwaters, OG2s, new vandalized. I wanted to, in Kansas City, I wanted people to throw those, but we couldn't, of course. But I'll give them, we'll give them our personal sets. Yeah. Hey, go throw them. If you like them, if you don't, we understand. And the, most, most of the time they come back and they, they say, buy say they like them. The funniest thing, you that's know. A, that's a good thing. When so. we hand a set of bags to people, you know, they'll be digging in their wallet. They're like, you, mean, you need my ID? And it's like, hey, man. We're, no, I've, I've got to trust you a little bit if you're going to trust to buy something from me. You sure. know what I mean? I'm going to see yeah. you over the next two days. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. in the environment. <laughs> Doug, nope. so, Doug sold his personal sets before. Yeah, I've sold my personal right. sets. People. There, there's, a, there's a couple of sets that mean a lot to me. So I can't, there's a, they come to us and want our personal sets and, like, hey, these come out like eight months ago. These are perfect. I can't, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, but right. I, I saw, to, you want to talk I about people to, trying it, man. It's like, so I just dug in my bag because I wanted to show the orange ones that you guys gave Corbin. Yeah, I forgot my buddy's using it at regionals. And <laughs> like, I mean, you know, that's it. I mean, you know, it's, it's once a set of bags gets broken in oh, man. perfectly yeah. and you feel confident with that bag, that's oh. all. It's hard. A lot of, uh, even our pro players have done that. Some yeah. uh, Trent, Trent's done that. I mean, Trent Merlow's reached out and said, "Hey, I gave this set of bags away, and I've got a new set of black black waters because he's a black water thrower, and he's like, these aren't the same as I wish I would have never done this." Yeah, oh yeah. But then he's then he'll get a set back after he throws them a little bit. He'll, oh, yeah. he'll you know, it's all about being confident in that bag. And once you get something broken in, I wouldn't. I probably in that you feel confident, I wouldn't get rid of them. 
Oh, any set that me and Corbin have nuked, you could, you could, me and Corbin both say this. Any set that we've gotten to the point that it's nuked, it, it ain't going nowhere. Because <laughs> it's finally yeah. good oh. enough. There's no prost tag on that. No, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, t- I, I, we say it's funny all the time that used bags sell for cheaper than new bags. I'm like, that would, that you should charge for that. Absolutely. That six month of hard throwing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, right? well, your town's worth something. Bro. I know. Get yeah. a little dirt on them, get yeah. a little this, a little, like hand, a little hand oils in them. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it kicks in, man. Yeah, it make, um, makes a difference for sure. So, what's the what's the big maybe what you've seen the last eight months of projecting in the future? Like, where do you see the sport going? Like, do you see like this infinite like line where it could be growing? Like, you know, what what? Do, I mean, maybe you don't see like you didn't think where it would be it is now, or you thought it would be eight months ago. But like, do you guys where are you guys seeing this going? It's a great game. It's a great game. I see it. Hopefully it gets in the Olympics. That's USA Cornhole. Hopefully they get in the Olympics and it keeps growing from there and it's going to get bigger and bigger. Dude, if this game so, gets I mean, in the anybody Olympics, can play. So you don't have to be 6'5". You don't have to be 6'5", 250 pounds, be a, a, a tremendous athlete. You can be anybody and play this game and, right. yeah. and, and take it to another and, – and, and be the best at it. You don't have to be – it don't matter your size, your athletic ability – I mean, you you put the time in, you can you can the sky's the limit. I'll uh, say that. Dude, the greatest thing that I tell people is that Damon Dennis is like a top ten player, and Alex Hicks is a top ten player, and it's like twelve <laughs> versus like whatever Damon is sixty something. Sixty 70. something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. I mean, I mean, you also got to look at you know because like I say, I'm, I'm I look at a lot of analytics and, and statistics. I mean, they're they're saying between twelve and fifteen thousand new players a month find the game. Wow. Now that's the wow. guy that just found the game. That's not a, anybody that's investing any money. That's hey, I went to a bar and there's cornhole boards out there, and they start wow. throwing. So yeah. let's just think if the retention rate is ten percent every month, that's growing exponentially, and yeah. and and that's that's how I look at it. Is you know yeah. if if you get ten percent, even five percent of those people to stay, and you know. Kansas City Open had, I think, over 600 players. You know what I mean? They're only going to get bigger. Uh, the Virginia Beach Open uh, yeah. this past year was over, I think, 600 players. And then the organizer there wants to have 1,200 players next year. Yeah. I mean – Kansas City was probably our best Open we've been to because yeah. there, there was such a high level of competitive and intermediate players. Yeah. There, wasn't, there wasn't a ton of pros there. No. There wasn't a ton of pros, but it was – probably the, one of the most populated oh, yeah. ACL events. And it was just mm-hmm. competitive and intermediate. And I threw with a bunch of them. Threw with a bunch of players like that. And, and it just – But, yeah, like that, I said, I mean, you know, going, that's wild to us. That was probably our best yeah. – one of our most successful Opens that we felt like as, as growing – as far as a area growing the sport like it should be growing. But, yeah, that's I mean, just, let's look at it, you know – from like your all's followers, you know, you're, you're, you're gathering more followers every day, every month. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's, we, we still say we're late to the game, but we, when we say we're late to the game, we're not even halfway up the mountain yet. You know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're nowhere near peaking out yet. Um, And so I think as it grows, you know, the ACL does a really good job of tasking us with helping grow the, you know, grow Cornhole. And and let's do the same thing with the pros, you know. Um, grow the game, grow the game, grow the game. And as long as we continue to, to have that mindset, I think the sky's the limit. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about new people coming into the game. Like I made a video four months back on how to throw the bag flat, right? Like we do all our reviews, you do podcast yeah. stuff, but just how to make the bag flat. To this day, every day gets 200 views per day. Every oh, day. Four straight months. <laughs> like every single day, 200 yep. views. It's just because it's like every person's like, that's the first question. Oh, how do I throw it flat? Exactly. Just, but it's they're 200 not, new not, people not every day that just. They come from throwing a slaw, uh, a, I call it a saw blade to a. Uh, <laughs> saw blade. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> or the or the head over heels when you grip yep. it like a ball. Hey, that's what, hey, that's how I used to. I used to pinch the corner. And saw blade it down. Is <laughs> hey, so you a game changer thrower? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day, that's, hey, that's a successful strategy right there. The saw blade game changer. Hey, it happens. <laughs> leave mountain, leave little uh, landmines all over the board. <laughs> yeah. Mess with people. Even today, even the best players, it can't. Oh, landmines. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Try okay. With those landmines all over. <laughs> so you see where the future of the sports go. Obviously, sky's the limit. Like, where do you see? Like what? What is your guys' goals for Black Sheep? Like obviously, I mean, you could say you want to be the biggest company. You want to be like, but like, you know, what? What does the future look like for you guys? Like from what you've seen to what now? Like what are your aspirations right now? Um, continue working on infrastructure. Um, you know, we uh, like I said, we just had a meeting prior to to you guys coming on. I mean, you know, we're 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 looking forward to growing our our player base. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked. Yeah. yeah, and. Um, and you know, like I say, I mean, every day is sub- something R and D purposes. I mean, if it's if it's if it's researching a material or touching a material or or something, I mean, so you know, we're we're the next thing on our horizon is you know what what's the next bag that we're going to come out? We've all, we've already kind of got the next one, but what's the next one? You know, what's the next m- next material that's going to hit, or what are we projecting to be the next material that may hit? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, with us, it's, it's, you know, like I said, just trying to grow every day is, is our, our biggest thing, you know, is, is to not take that step back, you know, it's to make, make tomorrow better than today. Yeah. Think, think about the, we think about the big picture a lot, but yeah. then we also take it day by day. Yeah. So we think about here, but we also, like I said, at the end of the day, day, we, by still, day. You we can't still put, you can't put too much on each other. Yeah. You know? We still think we're just a, a small company in East Tennessee. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we do. We we don't feel we don't feel any bigger than we were eight months ago. Yeah, I mean we don't. And it blows our mind sometimes yeah. when when things get thrown at us like, oh my gosh. And but I think that's good. I think the instant you think you're a big company, that's when stuff happens. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. like anything, you can't you can't you can't do that. No. You yeah. gotta you gotta stay loyal to your roots. That's that's. I guess that's a good way to put it. Then, and then, yeah, yeah, you guys do the things the right way. Like, I mean, like, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything negative about anything Black Sheep literally ever. I mean, it's it's always positive. Like, you know, whether or not people are buying the bags or trying the bags. In my opinion, if you're not throwing Costellos, it's because you haven't tried Costellos, but that's just what I tell <laughs> You know, because <laughs> they're good bags. Like, yeah. You guys know that's like all I throw. So, <laughs> hey, that's exactly. they're good, man. But uh, any shout outs you guys want to give? Anything you want to talk about coming up or like, you know, give yourself guys some time, a little PR for yourselves? You'll take it first, and I'll go. What was it? Say that again. People, so shout outs or any information. Any shout outs? Uh, well, yeah, shout outs to anybody or anything you want to talk yeah. about. Give, give you some time I'm if you want to. In Atlantic City, I hope Eric Ryder and Cam Presley get on ESPN. I hope they. I hope. I hope they do. Yeah. We'll do that. All of our pro players. Yeah. I mean, do Draven Sneed, a Derek Fatiger. Lori Dole will be Lori throwing Dole. in uh, Super Hole. There so. you go. Lori Dole will be. Yep. Awesome. What about you? 
Um, man, I, I want to give a shout out to our sales team because they absolutely kill it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they go uh, above and beyond for us. So we're very grateful for that. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of our pro players for, like I say, believing in us early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the people, you know, the pro players that we're, you know, we, we talk to on a day-to-day basis that, you know, that give us the time of day, you know, I want to, I want to give that. And then obviously to my family, because like I said, I'm, you know, we're, we're gone a lot. We, uh, you know, we work crazy hours um, and uh, the wife and kids support that. And so that's a, that's the big thing for me. And then obviously, you know, the guy sitting beside me, I couldn't do it without him. So if I can't give him a shout out, I can't give anybody one. So I'm going to give you a shout out too. <laughs> Alex is like, screw him. You got, you got somebody you want to shout out? <laughs> and hey, I got a funny story real quick before we leave. So I talked awesome. to Corbin very early on. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this. He's like, no, I'm going to buy it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to send it to you. You know, you're helping me out in the long run. You're helping us out in the long run. And, um, and I have a tendency of saying yes, sir, and no, sir, a lot in conversation. Yes, you do. <laughs> and Corbin's like, are you in the military? I'm like, no, but my dad, you know, raised me to, to, to say that. And he and so it was just funny that, that like I said, he was like, all you ever say is yes, sir, and no, sir. <laughs> well, so um, it's funny to see how Corbin has grown. And obviously you came on board. Um, and, and, and like I said, that's what this sport's about is, is getting people that love the game to – to, to find other avenues to express themselves in the game. And uh, so, you know, I want to give you guys a shout out as well. Thank hey, you. you want to, and I, I got a quick story for you then before we leave. So, so I was getting into like, I, basically I, I come from a, you know, I'm a millennial. So I get into bags. I'm like, all right, well I'll get on YouTube. Like there's so many freaking bags to buy. And the only person reviewing bags is Corbin. Right. So I just come to a couple of his videos I buy a set of bags and I'm like, you know what? I could do that. You know, like I just want more information out there. So I, I started making a couple, I make like two videos and then I reach out to Corbin and I was like, Hey, like ask you some questions, you know, like, how do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And we talk for, I don't know, like eight hours or something like a whole day. And then he's like, yeah. he's like, uh, we talk about bags and he's like, here, I'm going to, I'm going to send you these Costellos to try. And I was like, are you sure, man? I was like, Oh my God. Like what? He sends me the Costellos to try to this day. I would not, we would not be sitting here doing this if he didn't send me pre-stamp orange Costellos. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it all comes full circle, you know? Yes, sir. I, I, w- I wouldn't mind throwing those pre-stamp Costellos. Dude, <laughs> Cheat code, bro. Cheat code. I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, I gotta get some more Costellos broken in because when that when I can't use a no stamp bag next year, man, I'm like, these things are my eighties, man. <laughs> you got, you got, you definitely got one up on me for sure. Uh, I don't, I don't have a pre stamp Costello. I don't. We gave, we gave him. Yeah, I had, a, I had a really good set. I have pre stamped, haven't been thrown, of course, but I have. Uh, had a really a couple good sets, and we ended up giving. Was it Lenny? Lenny Barnes? We've, I mean, yeah. we. I think it was Lenny Barnes. He wanted to try them out, and, I, and Doug talked me in. I was like, "All right, he can have them," you know. And I kind of wish I didn't. But I, and then he said, "Hey, you want it back?" I said, "No, nah, brother." You know, it's, it's the only back. set of bags that I have that like I like because I, you know, I same with you guys. Like, oh, if I want to, you should buy Costellos. Here, try mine, and they go yeah. throw them. And they're like, "Oh, how much for those?" I was like, "No shot." No. So I'm I'm just the total opposite. So we were talking earlier here at the office, and I, I went over to the the bag room and I'm like, Hey, I need to get, you know, a set of Costellos, a set of Blackwaters cause I'm going on a trip this weekend. And cause I give everything away. I literally do. I mean, it seems like right as soon as I get them broke in, somebody locks them. I'm like, ah, oh, you can have them. 
you yeah, know, yeah. or I go to, a, you know, a blind draw and somebody's like, well, I don't have the money to buy a set of Costellos. It's like, oh, well, here's some Project Unbreakables that are money for me right yeah, now, but yeah. you can have them. And so Alex tells me all the time, he's like, you've got to have a set of Costellos at your house. I'm like, dude, I do not have a set in my bag. I don't have a set <laughs> at the house. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple back here that he had at one time. Yeah. So, like, there's a Red Jason Costello back there that never got released. He had another set. We almost went Red Jason Costello. Give him away. He don't even have. He don't even have a pre-stamp Miami Vice. No, nope, him back there. See, see, we that was our a, first limited edition bag. He didn't have one. Me and Court, me and Court had do one a lot of point. giveaways. I don't know where they went, but we do a went. lot of giveaways. I they ain't going nowhere, man. That's the only. I was like, <laughs> I told we do a lot. We always want to. Yeah, we love doing giveaways. Every bag's sure. for sale. I, I just think. To me, it's just like you know, you see that that girl that's at a blind draw or a or a an open with her boyfriend, and she's like, "I just want to set a bags for myself, but he won't buy me a set, or I don't have the money to buy them." Well, hey, here's your set. You know, yeah, I've, yeah. I've put a lot of miles. They'll, they'll on remember them. that for sure. You know, yeah. here's your yep. set. And, and 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 but then I get home and like I say I'm going on a trip and I'm like hey I got to get a bunch of bags try to break them in over the next three days because I'm leaving to go out of town. You know? right. so yeah, it's it's crazy. We got yeah. a lot of giveaway bags that aren't pre stamp orange Costellos. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> You're never going to convince me otherwise. Man, anything going nowhere. Gonna... <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, well, man, really appreciate you guys hopping on. This is a really fun episode. I think I think a lot of good insight, and, and I think you guys are doing everything the right way. Uh, anybody obviously. See, try the OG one, try out the OG two. Corbin literally, yep. I, I don't, I'm not saying this because the recording's live. He literally doesn't shut up about the freaking OG two like all, all the time. It's just he loves it that much. That's true. The van I think that we released it just for because of Corbin loved it. And loved <laughs> yeah. it. It's the only reason. <laughs> only reason. No one else liked it, but Corbin's like, this is <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. But, uh, and then Vandalize, check out the Vandalize launched this morning. Awesome designs. And I think that those material combos are going to be uh, making waves this year by everybody but make sure you check them out for sure so you know really appreciate you guys stopping in uh really fun episode to record um you know and, and i'm sure we're going to be talking to you guys plenty much in the future and and doug now that we talk more you know now, now we got to hang out you know i'm talking to alex yeah, all the time on the phone i'm like damn i'm like oh here's doug i was like maybe he just doesn't like talking you know it's like no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no doubt uh for all the listeners listening in appreciate you guys sticking around for 21 episodes which is mind-blowing but uh hope mm-hmm. you guys have a great day and rest of your week and i hope uh you all guys have a really nice day as well so thanks everybody for thanks. listening and we'll catch you guys later thank you for having us see you guys see y'all thanks <laughs>